had to do a podcast episode about it to serve you, our listener. We want you to grow your business. Because we love you. We love you. You, you. We love each and every one of you. you love you, love you, you love, and- love you, love you, love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome back to Perpetual Traffic, episode number 52. And guess what? We got all three of us back. Missed you guys. The band's back together. band is back. The band is back. (laughs) We're all giddy trying to get started. It's better that way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. We're like, I miss you guys, you know? So it's it's been like two weeks. I miss you guys. Group hug. Yep. Group, group, virtual hug. Feel free to join in if you're listening. Just kind of wrap your arms around us. Send us the energy. We'll send it back to you. So, um... Perpetual traffic group hug. Yeah, baby. Perpetual traffic group <laughs> hug. Hopefully you enjoyed the last few episodes. Uh, Jennifer Sheehan talking about strategies with the White House, as well as local business. Uh, Frank Kern talking about Facebook Live and our 50th episode. Lots of great stuff. So today I'm excited because next week we have Ryan Levesque coming on. And Ryan Levesque is the creator of the Ask method, A-S-K. It's got a best-selling book of how to use quizzes and and surveys to really find out what people want. And I've been uh, following Ryan and going through his stuff for a couple years now. And in order for us to, to figure out really what our audience wants, what you want when it comes to products, trainings, services, We've surveyed our list, okay? And I've done it a few times over the last couple of years. And we're going to go through the results because it's pretty interesting how we are analyzing the data between people depending on the level of experience or level of ad spend that you might be spending. For example, some of the questions that we asked in the survey were, what's your number one single biggest challenge or frustration with using Facebook to drive traffic and sales right now? Please be as specific and detailed as possible. Please go beyond saying too confused or too expensive. The more specific and detailed you are, the more likely I'll be able to cover your topic. I got that language directly from Ryan, by the way. Thanks for that. I also asked a few questions like what topics or features would you like to learn most about in the next 90 days? Um, What type of business are you in? Level of ad spend, industry, lots of really, really, really good data, revenue. You know, what's the biggest reason why you want to use Facebook to grow your business? So we got some amazing data. And what we've done is we've actually taken the data and analyzed it and also divvied it up into pockets, into segments, three different segments specifically. And we're going to be doing a series of episodes over the next several weeks where we're going to be going deep into these different segments. So for example, if you're spending zero to $10 a day. So if you're just getting started with Facebook ads, you've, you've either never started with Facebook or you're, you're just getting started or you've started a little bit but haven't had success. We've got a lot of data on that, what you want, what your frustrations are. We're going to be going deep into that, 10 to $25 a day. And then there's a $50 and up segment. We also have data on people spending $500 a, a day and up. So today we're going to kind of go through the, the survey results, the summary of those, and give you guys some great tips depending on what segment you fall into. And then over the next several weeks, we're actually going to be dedicating individual episodes to each different segment. Like for example, if we had to start over and we, we had a zero to say $10 a day budget, what would I do? What would Molly do? What would Ralph do for, for his campaigns? So we're, we're pretty stoked about it. Yeah. So 
today though, let's get into it. So first of all, one of the questions is what's your biggest frustration with Facebook advertising? And one of the responses that we saw, is there anything about Facebook that's not challenging or frustrating? (laughs) (laughs) We feel your pain. (laughs) Absolutely. I giggled when I read that. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) So we definitely feel your pain and that's why we're here for you to try to clear this stuff for you as much as possible and kind of keep you guys updated on the changes and updates with Facebook. So some general kind of statistics for us so far. And by the way, if you're like wondering, I don't have a list. I don't. How do I do a survey? The first time I did a survey, I didn't have a list. Guess what I did? Any guesses out there? Facebook ads. I ran Facebook ads to my survey. And then on the thank you page, I had a, hey, thanks for taking that survey. By the way, I've got a webinar coming up where I'm going to be going over a training on the most requested topic in my survey. Register here. So I was able to actually monetize that traffic, learn what people want. And so there's always a way to get this data if you're wondering, like, I don't have an asset. And by the way, as Keith goes through these questions, it's interesting because really just hearing the results and what people have said in response to Keith, it's a great way to, number one, realize you're not alone and that other people have the same issues that you do. So even when I was reading through this, I was like, yes, there are other people out there that are thinking the same thing that I am. So, you know, that's the cool part about going through these questions. But we're also going to to give you advice and tips, like he said. So thanks to everybody who filled this out also over at Dominate Web Media. Yeah, very, very cool. I was trying to crack, grab a word count, but there's like just thousands and thousands of words in this. So we have some very, very long, detailed answers. So um, great stuff. And thank you if, you if you were one of those people that filled out the survey. Basically, about 55% of people are their own business owner. They sell their own products and services. So they're their business owner and maybe a small business, medium-sized business. 32% of people are consultants. So you have clients. Maybe you're an agency, a consultant. And then 10% of people are a business owner as well as an employee of another company. So maybe you're trying to make that transition from being an employee to owning your own business. And then only 3.5% in this surveys were people who were just purely an employee. Also, if, you, if you've done a survey or doing one, one quick little tip is a great free tool called Tag Crowd. So you can go to tagcrowd.com and you can just copy and paste it in there and they'll create a word cloud for you, which is really, really cool. Great way to help you come up with good ad copy, all right, or hooks for your offers that we talk about a lot on this podcast. First of all, let's talk about people that are spending that kind of zero to $10 a day on average or haven't gotten started yet. So what we found is that one of the biggest things that people want, they want to know where to start, right? Um, They want to know where to start. So people are looking for getting help and they want to figure out a way to get people to buy, get people to click, get people to engage on Facebook. Like I said, where to start, steps. And what I'd like to recommend here is, first of all, go back to episode number 49 with Dennis Yu. I mean, the fastest way to get momentum with Facebook, if you're just getting started, is to boost a post. The boosted post is a big, easy button. You click the blue button, you can select an audience, which is key, and we'll talk about saved audiences and how you set that up properly so you have a menu of things that you can continue to reuse. And then you just say, look, I wanna spend 10 bucks over 10 days. And then you just let it go and it does its thing. When it comes to you know, long-term success with buying paid traffic, in order to get to the point where you're scaling out and you're doing all the split testing and finding all these 
crazy ninja target audiences like everybody wants to do and retargeting and stuff, you, you first have to get momentum. You got to get little victories. Ryan Dice talks about this a lot, right? Small wins, small victories. And I think it's more important than ever to, to do that. And so the great thing about Facebook is you can use Facebook's easy button. So if you haven't listened to episode 49, or if you've only listened to it once, I recommend going back and listen to that one again with Dennis Yu. He does Facebook ads for the Golden State Warriors, uh, Jack Daniels, uh, Rosetta Stone. He used tons of examples with local businesses, how to get traffic for like restaurants and stuff like that. And really, we found that getting momentum is the key, right, Ralph? I mean, you got to get momentum. And then what that does is it inspires you to go to the next level. It also gives you data, feedback, because you can go in and look at your stats, right? Yeah, I mean, motion creates emotion here. I mean, if you just start with a small budget, like $10, $20 a day, I mean, just actually doing it gets that momentum going. And I think that is actually a Tony Robbins saying that yep. uh, emotion does create emotion because you feel like you're making progress and you can't get frustrated in those first 10 to $100. But you do have to allocate some money to this whole thing. And we see this a lot. People are just really afraid to lose money. Well, just set that $100 or $200 or whatever your budget is aside and say, you know, I might lose this whole thing, but I'm going to learn. And that's part of your training. That's part of your education. It's part of your, you know, your Facebook uh, diploma is to invest in yourself and just get started, get doing it. I think the Dennis U episode is a great place for anybody who's brand new to start because it is so easy. Ralph, that's such a good point too. When you're just getting started, a lot of people, they expect to immediately ROI on ad spend. And unfortunately, when you're just getting started, it is going to take a little bit of money or a lot of bit of money, depending on what you're doing to really test and figure out, you know, where your audience is hiding, what language do they respond to, what interests you should target, what types of campaigns you should use. So we're not here to sell the dream of let's start Facebook advertising tomorrow and you're immediately going to ROI. That's just not the case. But if you are willing to spend a little bit of money up front to do some testing and by testing, I don't just mean testing, right. you know, this image versus that image, you know, that's not going to have that much of an effect on your business by testing. And especially initially, what we mean is really testing to see, um, you know, where your audience is and what offers they're going to respond to and what types of campaigns you should use. As you become more advanced and you really go to optimizing your campaigns, that's when we can worry about, you know, slight tweaks to copy or, you know, testing different images. But yeah, boosting posts is, is a great way to get that initial data. Exactly. And one of the things that we found is one of the common things that people wanted were there was a lot of people in this range of the zero to $10 a day that wanted to learn about retargeting. And we were surprised on how few people wanted to learn how to master the power editor or add copy tips or creating images. Ah. So, so that right there alone tells me that if you're listening to this show, then you want to try to shift what is important to you right now. What's really important to you is, yes, one, getting momentum. We just talked about that. But like Molly said, it's figuring out your offer 
and figuring out where your market is hiding and then just getting in. What we teach is start boosting posts and then get into the power editor. You know, if you have to create a light campaign, create a light campaign, but get in there. Yeah. Get in front of these people too, right? That's so important. We talk a lot about branding and direct response. Well, you know, the branding aspect is just being there and giving value. Even if the ad isn't perfect, simply running ads to that audience is going to create that brand awareness and that brand lift. And, you know, retargeting and everything after the fact is super sexy and things that people ask me all the time, you know, how do I set up, you know, automated retargeting and all of this stuff that sounds really exciting. But if you don't have the really heart and soul of your Facebook advertising set up in terms of knowing where your audience is and putting the right messaging in front of them, you know, all of the retargeting in the world isn't going to help because you've skipped steps, you know, one through 10. Totally. And this is interesting because, I mean, for every new customer we take on, we start exactly where you guys are if you're brand new. In essence, when we take over a customer account, I mean, there might be some data to back that up, but we start from scratch, learning the avatar, learning the products. And sometimes it takes us, you know, two, three, four weeks just to understand the product fully. And then from that, starting to test the, the basic stuff, like Molly said, don't worry about the retargeting quite yet. Just get your message dialed in, get your offer dialed in, get your audiences, get started. But then once you invest that money, like expect to lose some money at first from like money that you're not going to be making back. But like I said before, it's part of your education of Facebook ads university or Facebook ads for, to get your diploma, so to speak, or your certification or whatever it happens to be. But the bo- biggest thing is that you learn from that. What decisions are you going to make based upon that first couple hundred dollars of ad spend that maybe you won't do anymore? You realize that that doesn't work. Now you have to move on to the next thing. And that's exactly what we do. We do it on a very large scale oftentimes when we start up with a customer, but we're starting from scratch each and every time. We focus on the basics. We don't worry about the retargeting the first week or so. We focus on message, targeting, you know, ad copy creatives, real basic stuff, and then move from there. Yeah. And Ralph, all of those things are important. I want to add one more thing. When we talk about the offer, right, making sure you have the right offer, we don't even really mean making sure that you have a product or service that someone wants, right? We assume that you do have a product or service that someone wants. You've already proven that. And now you want to use paid advertising to get that product or service in front of more people. What we're really talking about is the customer journey Mm through paid advertising, right? So a lot of what we talk about on episodes one and two, um, really figuring out what is the first thing I'm going to show this audience, right? What's the second thing I'm going to show them? What's the third thing? When am I going to make the sale, right? But what does that customer journey look like? What pieces of content do I have to use on the front to really introduce myself to the market? You know, what's an entry point offer that I can then make? And, you know, then how can I retarget to actually get them to buy? So when we talk about your offer, we're really talking about the customer journey that you're going to use with Facebook ads. That's very, very, very important. So it's that hook. It's that the reason why they're clicking on your ad. Well, and when are you going to show them what, right? right? Yes. And and just figuring out that process and realizing you can't just run all of your ads directly to a sales page for your product or service. You have to have a customer journey and that entire customer journey can happen through Facebook ads, but you really just need to take time to sit down and plan it out. 
Exactly. And, and back to the to the zero to 10 people, if you're brand new, just starting out, you haven't had much success. Look at that. Like Ralph and Molly said, it's money that you might spend, but you're getting data. It's an investment. And when I say investment, you're investing in learning from your audience, but you're also building that brand awareness all along the way. That's why right. I just did a Facebook Live first time, right? I knew it wasn't going to be that great. I knew we'd totally screwed up, but I figured, you know, what? I got to do it live and do it live and, and do the mistakes. Yeah, we tested a little bit, but it's hard to test stuff when you're just testing it. And we did it live and we had all kinds of hiccups. And honestly, there was all kinds of glitches, but... I'm stoked now because I know from here on out, I got it dialed in. We figured it out. We're going to have a great show and then, and then we'll get a lot better on the second one. And then the third one will be even better. But if I wouldn't have started and just said, hey, ready, fire, aim, then guess what? I wouldn't be able to make my second one even better. And that's how you should look at Facebook. And success is a very bad teacher. <laughs> you learn way more from failure than you do from success. So, I mean, I tell my kids oh. that all the time because they hate, oh, I don't want to fail. Well, that's how you learn is by failing. And, you know, we do it all the time, too. I mean, Molly, have you made mistakes in the Facebook ads platform in the last couple of weeks? <laughs> well, maybe not you, but we have. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, if, if I'm not making mistakes, then I'm not pushing the envelope enough, right? Absolutely. I'm not trying enough new things. Yep. So true. So you got to keep that mindset. It's like anything else. I mean, this is not a you know personal development podcast by any stretch, but it really is because this can get really frustrating, especially the platform itself. And that quote that Keith opened the show with is so true. There's so many things that are frustrating about this platform, but when it works, it really, really works because it's the best platform there is for paid ads anywhere, in my opinion. And advertising in general, in my opinion, too. You got it. Absolutely. Okay, let's move to the next one. So these are for people who said they were spending 10 to $30 a day, right? Yeah, exactly. So one survey was zero to $10, one was 10 to 30. So it's 10 to 30 is really the segment here. And so what we found is that this is where people have had some success. The questions started getting a little bit more sophisticated. They want more sales. A lot of people were trying to scale, but have had issues, not sure how to fix it. This was one of the biggest frustrations. How do I scale my campaigns? If you're listening right now, have you ever had this frustration? You're trying to scale, you increase budget, and your conversion costs go through the roof. Your cost per lead goes from $4 to, to $8 or $12 as soon as you raise budget. It's one of the most common frustrations in Facebook. Of course, we've done a lot of examples, case studies on this podcast. But Ralph, if you guys could touch on what I like to call situational scaling, if you're somebody at $10 to $30 a day, what would you do to, to scale your campaigns especially right now. There's been a lot of changes with the algorithms. They're constantly moving the goalposts, really, as far as this sort of stuff goes, which is really frustrating because, you know, it makes it tough to give a specific answer here. And it, I think the situational scaling label is a really good one because it does depend because that's one of the bigger questions that we get from this group of folks who, you know, maybe are not just starting out, but are getting some success and like, yeah, you know, I, I can see it. I can feel it. I, I know it's there. I just need a little bit more refinement. So I totally get it uh, for this group and scaling at this point, you've gotten some success. How do you do it? It's the same thing, the issue with zero to $10 a day, right? People are asking questions they think they need to know, like retargeting and all these super advanced things, right? Like how to scale when they haven't figured out how to craft their offer. Just to help you, I would recommend first thing first, 
get your offer and your messaging dialed in. If you do that, it's going to be so much easier to scale. Your relevance scores are going to be higher. It's going to be way easier. Facebook will give you more impressions. The reward you, you'll be able to do what Ralph is about to talk about so much easier. Um, and we're going to give you some references. So number one, you can go back and re-listen to episode number 43 with Ryan Dice talking about four steps to crafting the perfect offer. I'll guarantee you, you don't have to be, you know, the most amazing copywriter in the world. You just have to put yourself in the shoes of your customer and think, what do they want? Where do they want to be? How does my product or service get them there? And then speak to that. And then episode 45 is where Ralph and I talk about five proven offers that work on Facebook. That's when you're trying to take people straight from Facebook to get a conversion. And we talk about kind of the different offers. And if you're, if you're trying to do that, then what kind of ad would work best in order to do that. The next one, I would say, if you want to figure out your messaging, I think messaging is the most important key into scaling. When we have a client that has their messaging dialed in, it makes it so much easier. Episode 29 is called Tell Your Brand Story with These Four Ad Types While Still Generating Sales. And then episode 34 is 14 Elements of Persuasive Ad Copy. So that can really help you dial in the perfect message. If you're going to be doing video ads, you can also go to episodes 31 and 32. Hey, we're going to have all these listed out in the show notes for you. So you can go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast and get this list of, of episodes to refer back to. All right. So if you can't take notes right now, don't worry about it. Get to the show notes. And then once you can get your messaging right, that's the key point. And then audience targeting episode 30 ad targeting at B2B and B2C case studies, a great episode. And once you have that, then you can think about scaling. Don't try to scale until you can dial in your message. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a waste of time. You're just going to be getting good at scaling out and losing more money faster. Yeah. Once you do that, um, now you can talk about, like we said, situational scaling. And if you're at like a 10 to $30 a day, um, this is where you're probably not going to get super complex. Ralph, maybe touch on that and then we'll move into the uh, people that are spending that 50 to 200 to $500 or more a day. But we're not going to go deep into this. Like I said, we're going to be doing this on upcoming episodes. I think, you know, Keith's right. At 10 to $25 a day, yeah, you probably have some winning ad sets. You have some winning ads, but don't get too greedy here because all you've really done is you found out what works. So what you want to do is you find out more stuff more stuff that works seriously so if you've got let's say you know five different cold audiences and one of them is doing really well and that's probably about the right percentage it's about like we always say here it's like you know if you get 30 percent if you get 30 percent you're in the hall of fame if you get 20 percent you know you're doing pretty well you're in you're in triple a you know you're batting 200 so Take those two or those one audiences and then figure out, okay, how can I get some more audiences that are maybe like this? And what's in common with my message in my ad and my creative and that specific audience? And that's what you really want to focus on. You say, okay, how can I dial in my message? Maybe I can write some different ad copy. That's maybe a, a, a variant of that, um, but also maybe some images, Okay, start thinking about that sort of stuff, but also take that good interest. Maybe it's, you know, the interest is Ryan Dice. Pump that into, throw that into audience insights and see what other types of interest really tightly related to Ryan Dice that are related to your offer 
that you can then start testing. So you're really at the testing stage here. So if you want to scale at 10 to $25 a day, you're probably putting the cart before the horse a little bit. Uh, we don't really even do that. What we do is we just figure out like what's working, what message is working, you know, pause the ads that don't work and the creatives that don't seem to be resonating and then moving on from there. And then we'll talk more about how to scale at sort of some, some higher levels of budget. And allowing that 10 to $20 a day budget to be really what you're using to collect the data to therefore build out your bigger, more badass campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you're going to want to, and I'll guarantee you, if you're getting, if you have like one ad set that works, you're going to say at $10, you're gonna be like, oh man, I'm going to double it to 20 or I'm going to go up to a hundred. I'm going to be a, you know, an internet millionaire within the week. That's what everybody does. <laughs> and that's not going to work. And Facebook doesn't like that. I don't care who you are. It just doesn't work that way. So don't even concern yourself with that because you're just going to give what's going to happen is you're going to take that win that you had. Let's say that one ad set, that Ryan Dice interest, which is, you know, your prize, your pride and joy. And you're just going to blow it. Because all of a sudden, you're going to get higher cost per lead, higher cost per acquisition because you got too greedy too fast. So wait until you gather more data before you start thinking about scaling. I think some people that are spending 10 to 25 to $30 a day are thinking, well, that's not my budget. I can afford to spend 100 to $200 a day. I'm just not able to. So let's transition from that. Let's say they're spending that much in there and their goal is to get to like, say, $200 a day. What would you recommend for that? And, and I want to touch on the one of the reasons why. So basically one of the reasons why, for some reason, whenever you raise budget, if you're at $10 a day on an ad set and you go from 10 to 30 or 10 to 100, what happens is, is when you're using the website conversions objective, what they do is they're really, really smart. They're going out and as you generate leads or sales, every conversion that you get, that sends more data to Facebook and they get smarter and smarter and they try to put your ad in front of the best percentage of people of that audience. So if your audience is a million people, they're going to try to put your ad in front of the best 10%, right? The problem is people aren't on Facebook all day long, right? What is an average of 30 to 40 minutes a day or whatever? And so the best people of your audience are not always on Facebook. So they can't just, you can't just increase budget. And I mean, that's, that's my theory basically why it, it doesn't work, but we just know from seeing it hundreds of times, right? That you can't just triple, quadruple your budget. It doesn't work that way. I actually have no idea why it happens, quite honestly. <laughs> I just think that Facebook doesn't like surprises. Like Facebook likes, yep. okay, you're giving me $10. That's what I expect. All of a sudden you're giving me $20. That's not what I expected. I don't want that. So I'm going to punish you. <laughs> it's math too, right? So you're saying I want to target an audience size of, you know, a million and I'm going to spend $20 and I'm optimizing for, you know, whatever your objective is. So Facebook's taking all of that into consideration and running the ad to the best of their ability. Well, when you change one of those variables to drastically, it throws everything off, right? They're like, but, but I thought we had this amount to reach this audience, right? And then mm -hmm. they start just showing the ad to a bunch of people that might not be qualified. Yep. Um, and, and it's just not building the campaign and, and scaling the campaign to, to sustain the results that you want. So what would you guys suggest to get to a hundred to 200? 
I think it's a mix of things and Ralph would explain it better, but you know, it's definitely increasing the budget slowly. So maybe 50% increase every three to five days. Facebook's able to digest that a lot better, but also scaling horizontally. So, you know, creating new ad sets or new campaigns that target interests that are most like the ones that are converting so that you can scale to other people that are most like the ones that are working because you know that this message is resonating, right? You know that the audience is resonating. So you can also scale by showing the ad to, you know, other people in different interests. So that's scaling, but it's really, you're still testing. So it's like, you know, you do answer kind of that question that people want. Oh, I want yeah. scale. But you're Both. really you're testing new audiences. And the way that we test stuff is we don't throw 17 different interests or audiences into one ad set and just test that because you don't really learn much from that. I mean, Facebook kind of wants you to do that and then just let the algorithm. I'm doing my, you know, my air quotes, let the algorithm do its work. You don't really have a whole lot of control over that. So you really do want to know what specific interests. And if you've got success in one particular ad set with one interest, like I said, you all you've done is you figured out what works. So now go out and figure out other stuff that works. And maybe there's stuff that, that you've been testing that didn't work. Well, pause that stuff, you know, unless it's kind of borderline for where you want to be for your cost per lead, your cost per acquisition, whatever it happens to be. So still think about it in this way is audience adding more audiences, like Molly's saying, is scaling. Yes, if they work, it's scaling, but you're still testing and figuring out what really works so you can lay the foundation for higher levels of spend. Exactly. Just duplicating ad sets, adding new audiences to test those, and that helps you scale at the same time and scale slow. So those are going to be the simple tips. There's more advanced stuff that we'll bring on later episodes on how to to really scale things out. Ralph and the team are testing some amazing stuff. Molly is as yeah, well. Um, just some really Woo-hoo. cool stuff. So, so trust me, you're going to want to stay tuned over the next few weeks. You're also going to want to come on next week. Ryan Levesque only has some clients that are generating five to 10,000 leads a day. Um, and with paid media, Facebook specifically, he has a client on some days getting 100,000 leads a day on Facebook in a, in a big consumer market. Okay, so this all comes from using these deep dive surveys and then adding that into some of these funnels. And sometimes it's very simple um, and not without having to change your funnel or anything like that. Just adding one simple thing. So I'm really excited to have Ryan on. Uh, He's crushing it with his clients and uh, and it's going to be a good episode. So once again, get back to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast for the show notes so you can see the breakdown of all these different episodes that we referenced. Go back and listen to those again. I think you'll be glad you did. Uh, your brain needs to hear stuff and more multiple times to, to really uh, let it sink in. Plus, as you progress with us along the show, a lot of times when you hear an older episode, it might not make a lot of sense right away. But as mm. you get more experience and you hear more, uh, sometimes these older episodes that have some really good stuff in them will make a lot more sense to you and you can implement them better. So it's another reason why we love to redirect you back to older messages. Or why you should, you know, read your favorite book once every year. (laughs) Yeah. So it's okay for us to repeat ourselves. Is that what you're saying? saying? (laughs) It's good because I repeat myself a lot. (laughs) I've got audible books that I've, that I'm working on my third time. I I listen to them all the time. Yep. Too. Other than that, do you guys have anything else to add to this one? Nope. Just learn. Cool. Don't, don't be afraid of, you know, failing and getting stuff that doesn't work. Just keep trying at it. And and eventually you're going to master it. You know, you just got to stick to it. So, yep. Dial in the offer, dial in the messaging. Ralph is our little Buddha. Yeah. 
been reading my self-improvement books this week. So lots of lectures to my kids too. So Me too. So, if you guys yeah. can't tell, we, we, we were pretty inspirational today. <laughs> <laughs> we're all excited. We're going to go hit the gym now. All right, let's do it. Yeah. That's right. All right. Until next week. Talk to you soon. See ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.